Our City Radio. And we are back in the studio. Thank you so much to everybody that's been sending in their uh, their blues tunes. Uh, keep them coming and I will try and fit them in uh, but between now and the end of the show. Right now, though, I'm very happy to be joined by a guest. I have got Arnold van Krimpen from the Amsterdam Rainbow Dress Foundation here to talk to me. Uh, the Rainbow... The Amsterdam Rainbow Dress is a project that aims to encourage debate and awareness about inclusion and equal rights throughout the world uh, through a beautiful work of art. Good morning, Arno. Good morning. Thanks thank you for so, having us. Thank you so much for coming in to talk to me today. Um, could we just begin um, by you describing what exactly is the Amsterdam Rainbow Dress and, and where, has, where did the idea for it come from? The Amsterdam Rainbow Dress is, a, well, as the word says, it's an enormous dress. It's uh, a dress and it's uh, 16 meters in diameter. Um, 162 square meters, and it's made of all the flags uh, in the world uh, of countries that criminalize LGBTIQ plus people. And that is still a third of the countries in the world, so it's 71 country flags. And the idea is that uh, as soon as a country changes their um, anti-LGBTIQ plus legislation, uh, we will take out that country's flag and replace it with a rainbow flag. So... The idea of the artwork is that the dress, rather sooner than later, of course, will change into one big rainbow dress. Uh, we started the project in 2016 in Amsterdam, as the word say, uh, as the name says, Amsterdam Rainbow Dress, and uh, we started in 2016. And since the start of the project, uh, it only happened six times uh, that we could take out a country's flag. So we started with. 76, then we took out six flags, we had to add another one, and, uh, but still 71 country flags. Okay, so it's, it's a really a beautiful object. I've seen pictures of it. I'm yet to see it in person, but I'm hoping I can see it this week. Um, but uh, as you said, the dress is made out of flags, and yes. each of those flags is of a country where um, members of LGBTIQ plus communities are persecuted. Um, I mean, what is life like for a young person in, in, in these countries? I mean, I know that the, the, the range of persecution differs for some of the countries on the... Yeah, it's actually eight of the countries in the dress uh, have a capital punishment for, uh, for LGBTIQ plus people or could have the death penalty. Um, yeah, what is life like? That's very different, of course. In some countries, there are laws, but they are not really in, in place, uh, but still that's, it's, it's, it's in the law. Uh, and some countries, yeah, it's, it's really hard for people. Yeah. And there's, of course, also a lot of countries that have uh, decriminalized LGBTIQ plus people, but there's also very tough life for the, co for the community. We recently were, for example, in Mozambique, and um, they decriminalized a few years ago, but it's still not on a social level. There's still a lot to gain. So each, each time um, a country changes its legislation, you replace their flag in the dress by yes. rainbow. So I guess the aim is that the dress is one huge rainbow. By, yes. You know. um, but how many did you say you'd, you have been changed so far? Six, six in the past six years. Okay. And yeah. you, you take this dress around the world to, to raise awareness. Yes. Um, we travel a lot. And uh, for the past two years, of course, we didn't travel that much. But mm -hmm. um, since COVID restrictions were, were uh, loosened, we, uh, we started traveling again. And we travel a lot, yeah, especially course, this year. Of course, the reason you're here in Luxembourg right now is because uh, we have the Pride celebrations going on in Luxembourg. Yes. Uh, I guess this must be a busy time of year for you uh, because the pro there are Pride celebrations happening across the world. 
Um, so uh, where have you been recently? Recently, well, after uh, COVID restrictions were loosened, we started in Canada in December and then we went to Mozambique. Uh, last week we were in Poland and now we're here in Luxembourg. And next month we will be in Argentina, in Australia, uh, Taiwan. Uh, wow. Thailand is still on the list. Peru is on the list. In December, probably Washington. Next year's year, it will be World Pride in Sydney again, and then Canada again. So it's uh, wow. It's so a you're, lot. you're very busy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but this dress is kind of like an international symbol, like calling for for the end of persecution of LGBTIQ plus people. But um, like, how how do you guys raise awareness through the project um, on your tri on your travels? Well, we exhibit the dress, and um, it's it's uh, well. Maybe people should go to our website or our socials and then you can see a lot of pictures of the dress because that's also a part of the project that we take pictures everywhere we go. We, t we photograph the dress in iconic locations. Uh, so we also made some pictures here in Luxembourg last year already. Um, and it's a beautiful object. So people are amazed by seeing it and that lowers the threshold actually to, to then start the less beautiful story behind it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how we raise awareness and we work, our most loyal partner in the Netherlands is our Ministry of Foreign Affairs. So we travel a lot with our ministers, Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Um, and that is, of course, political. We are definitely not political. We are uh, an art organization. We, we work with art. So we show what we have to show and people start talking and then we hope that our partners, our political partners, they will finish the job and do the things they have to do so you're here in luxembourg um to be part of the of the celebrations and the educational program around um luxembourg pride uh, and we're very happy to have you here where will people be able to see the dress um this week in luxembourg uh at the moment well they could have seen it uh at the the commemoration ceremony that was on uh, a square what was the name of the square it was not city hall but the other one um, Hotel de Ville, uh, Place de Guillaume, was it? Uh, Place de, Resiste, de la Résistance. Ah, yeah, sorry, Nash. Yeah. Um, Place de yeah. It was there uh, during a ceremony, and now it's in the headquarters of Pride, and uh, it will be there for today and tomorrow. No, tomorrow we have a um, conference that will take place in Belleval, and then on Friday it will be in the headquarters again. Um, so that is where people can go and see it. There's, a, there's also another exhibition. in. Uh, it's part of an exhibition that they have in the headquarters of Pride. So it's interesting to go there and see it. Okay. And uh, just for practical information, do people need to book or anything when, if they want to come and see the dress? To, or is it they can just show up anytime? They can show up anytime. And, well, anytime. I don't know if you, had, if you can come at two at night. Yeah, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, working hours, yeah, go yeah. there and see it. Okay, great. Um, well, you know, thank you so much uh, for coming in to talk to us about the dress. Uh, it it's, it's carries a hugely important message. Um, and, you know, I wish you good luck sharing that message. And hopefully one day the Amsterdam dress will be made completely of, um, of rainbows. That's what we work for. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the Pride celebrations while you're here as well. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe... Are you Gonna go see uh, Boy George at the weekend? Of course. Yeah. That's, okay. that's that's another aim. We want to have a picture with Boy George. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs>